Hello, HR professionals. Good news. This episode of the Great Retention Podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. Stay tuned to access your certification code. Welcome to The Great Retention, a show spotlighting executive leaders who are building award-winning cultures where people feel empowered, seen, and recognized. I'm your host, John Duesberg, and I co-founded my own company and this podcast with the simple idea that life is short, so why not love the people with whom you work? We have a passion for helping people-first leaders like you connect individuals and teams inside of your organization to create stronger workplace communities and cultures. So whether you're leading a small business or a large enterprise, fully distributed or in the office, welcome to our community here at The Great Retention. How do you maintain a sense of culture in a university of more than 40,000 students across over 180 programs, as well as with faculty and staff? In today's episode, I sit down with Karen McDonald, Chief Human Resources Officer at Kennesaw State University. KSU started 60 years ago as a two-year community college. Today, it is a doctoral university with approximately 43,000 students. Karen enlightened us on the crucial role that company culture plays at KSU and how they have managed to preserve this unique identity amidst their continuous growth. She shares the innovative strategies that they put in place to counter challenges that arose due to the pandemic and some of the initiatives KSU has started that help their human resources team achieve an overall satisfaction level of more than 90% in their most recent survey. Stay tuned to hear Karen's fascinating journey into the world of organizational culture, employee engagement, and servant leadership. Karen, thank you so much for joining us on The Great Retention today. So excited to just to, to just learn from you, to get your perspectives, uh, everything that you're leading here at uh, Kennesaw State, um, but welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So um, for our audience, um, you know, for uh, just... Give us a feel, you know, what are you leading today, right? So number of employees, faculty and staff, students, a little bit about KSU. Would love just to kind of get that overview if that's sure. okay. So um, KSU started, as you know, about 60 years ago this year. Uh, it started as a really small two-year Kennesaw Community College uh, with a couple hundred students. Uh, fast forward to today and we have 43,000 students wow. Um, and it's a doctoral university, so you can get anything from a bachelor's degree, master's degree, or PhD. Um, and so with that incredible growth, of course, comes um, lots of need for infrastructure because you grew so fast that people just kind of did what they needed to to get the job done. And, and right. you know, then we've got to try and build that infrastructure back. So we depend really heavily on our different um, constituent groups, which um, which are, as you mentioned, faculty, staff, and students. So we've got about 7,500 employees split evenly. A third are faculty full and part-time. Okay. A third are administrative staff full and part-time. But then we also have a third that are student workers. So they are currently enrolled KSU students. They could be undergrad or grad. Um, and they are people we truly depend on to get the work done each day. Got it. Got it. Okay, sir. So Seventy five hundred em- employees yes. total, faculty, staff, and students. Yes. Um, and forty three thousand. So that's yes. It's a big from two hundred to forty three thousand. Yes. Um, uh, so so, and I know that culture 
is important to you as a leader. Um, it's important for the university. But tell us, tell us a little bit about what does that mean to you? What does that mean here at, at KSU? What does it mean to be an owl? Yes, to be an owl. Yeah. So um, culture, in my opinion, is anything um, that makes up the work environment, what, what you're doing, um, how you're welcomed, how you feel part of the community. Um, how you're recognized, how you're engaged. Yeah. Um, so it's all of those pieces, I think, that make up what you're dealing with every day, both from a student perspective, but also from the faculty and staff perspective, um, how they fit into the organization, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and it's it's interesting, too, because you have this dynamic where, you know, the way that your faculty and staff feel about culture is so closely, up, I'd say, the experience of what students feel. Right. Right. Because they're they're interacting every day, whether it's online or in person. Yeah. Um, and so it's all tied together. Yeah. Um, so so given that, you know, that that is so important um, and you've had such uh, just significant growth, you know, talk to us a little bit about how have you maintained that sense of culture? Right. What are some of the things that you've been able to that maybe have worked, maybe things that have you've learned from, you know, as you've grown and, and still trying to keep that sense of community, keep that sense of engagement. What are, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So uh, some of the things that I think are, are so important are to actually listen to, to our faculty and staff for what they need. Hmm. What are they looking for? How do we, how do we engage with them? So we spend a lot of time actually going out to each of our business units and meeting with the staff, with the faculty, um, there are lots of different groups on campus that you can get involved with. We go to those groups to hear from them. Okay. Um, and then we try to plan our programming around that. So we do still, we still do some things that um, are kind of traditional KSU things that are from 30 and 40 years ago. Okay. Um, and then we also so that's have part new, of the culture. Yeah. Right? So, and yeah. then we also have new things that okay. we've brought in. Um, it, it, higher ed institution is kind of a unique place because you've got um, you've got the students here and and there is nothing like walking onto the campus green um, on a fall day and seeing all the students out there in their hammocks and throwing a football and oh, wow. it really just kind of gives you that upbeat feeling of um, you know just feeling like I'm really where, where I belong yeah. um, but we do also try to do various things throughout the year to, to just show appreciation and recognition to our staff. Um, we do a service awards event that's that's one of the more traditional ones. It's called Chili and Cheer. And it Chili started and out cheer. years okay. ago as a chili cook-off. And who the, the staff and faculty would bring their chili and there would truly be a vote for whose chili was best. And then our dining hall would make huge batches of this chili for the service awards event wow. each year. Um, we've stopped doing the cook-off part because we've just gotten too big, but we still have the, um, the dining commons or, or we'll get somebody to help us with catering a huge chili um, event and yeah. everybody comes together and we recognize our employees throughout the year. Yeah. So um, just little things like that, I think that are important to make sure you bring the old along with the new. Yeah, no, that's an interesting point because um, traditions are very meaningful. Right. right. And it's it kind of like, you know, thinking may, maybe for some of our audience here, you know, you know, CEO of a tech company or different industries, they have core values, right. you know, they have a mission, they have a purpose. Right. And and over time, 
um, you know, traditions get made and, you know, special events happen and so forth. And it's awesome, I think, to be able to honor that and remind people, you know, what makes this, this place so special. And, right. and um, like you mentioned, uh, walking on campus and seeing, you know, students, you know, just enjoying and the, the, the culture, right? right. The, um, and so, you know, being able as a, as a leader to just see customers have value from, I know it sounds weird to think students to customers, yeah. but, you know, just seeing, seeing them, you know, just loving what has been built here, I think is, is really amazing. And so to, to just not gloss over that, I think is a great right. point. And one of our key pillars is student success. And so all of our, um, all of our roles, we really try to bring that back to people. And some yeah. of them, it's very obvious. You're in student affairs, you're in the dining hall. And so you're serving students meals. But for HR, you know, how do we fit into student success mm -hmm. and trying to keep our staff focused on that to make sure that they realize that what we're doing each day is helping these kids move through their program. Yeah, yeah. you can't lose sight of right. that mission. Um, yeah. So so you said, you know, and I know that it, it may seem obvious, but, you know, actually listening. Right. Right. So 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 how, how does this you know, tactically, how do you do this with such a large campus and, and such a large number of faculty and staff? Like, do you, do you have people going to classrooms? Do you have events? Like, how do you actually facilitate the, the listening and the feedback? Sure. Uh, we, when I first got here, um, we, one of the key areas that the president at the time wanted me to focus on was compensation, okay. um, staff compensation, that we needed to do some work to get market competitive. And so we did go out and talk to, to groups. We've done small groups where we do focus groups. So we'll just pull different people um, from, from various departments into the focus group. Um, we've gone and talked to individual departments. Um, we have lots of, of groups on, on campus, a staff council, a okay. faculty senate. Um, and so we'll go there and, and provide input or ask for input. Um, I've done customer surveys, uh, you know, a, a survey to campus, to our customers saying, what do we do well? What right. are we not doing well? Um, what are we not doing at all that you think we need to start? Um, and sometimes that's really hard to hear because it's yeah. not always stuff that, you know, you, you want to hear. Um, but it's really important to not only do that, but then to do something with it. Yep. And so we not only do that, but we go back out and say, here's what we heard. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then um, we've created our strategic plan in HR to address the issues that we found in those um, customer surveys. And we've done follow-up surveys now each year to, um, to just say, how are we doing? Are we mm. getting better? Um, and we just did one um, last month as a follow-up for this past year. And overall satisfaction with HR was over 90%. Wow. Um, and wow. when you're talking a pretty big group like this, that's significant. Absolutely. And um, I totally understand what you're saying about if you ask people for feedback and then do nothing with that, right. that is it's the worst, worst thing you thing can you do. do, right? And so the follow-up is so key. And then being able to, you know, communicate that and make sure people understand that there is follow-up happening. Um, and then and then to survey again on how are we doing on uh, yeah, follow-up, Yeah, right? do we meet so. your needs? And I think it's really important to, to not be afraid to have those difficult conversations because that's when it really makes a difference that you sat and listened. So yep. I mentioned the compensation piece. Yep. I was asked to speak um, I, to a group of um, staff members. I had been here maybe eight months. Um, and they said 15 to 20 minutes. It's a group that normally has about 30 people in it. 
Okay. And the day before, they called me and said, we had to move rooms. And I said, okay. And they told me the room. And I'm new. I don't recognize it. Um, and somebody afterwards said, you realize that's the largest auditorium on both our campuses, <laughs> right? And I thought, oh, no. Um, and I walked in, and it was standing room only. There were people on the floor, on the stairs. And I was in there for two and a half hours. Wow. But I got more positive feedback after that for just having listened to the concerns and, and committed to doing what I could, not promising to fix it right away, but that yeah. I would look at it and see what I could do. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's important to not shy away from those. Yeah, I love it. And so, so, so Karen, so the other, I think, I'll call it a challenge, but um, that that you know maybe different organizations don't even understand when they think about like everything that you're managing. But you have a police force yes. at KSU. You have dining. You have you know you know all these different teams, these different groups, right? And all of them have different unique needs, um, maybe different types of feedback. So how does that kind of factor in? I mean, is that do you, is it you know making time to listen? Is it how, how do you manage and navigate and make everyone feel part of that KSU family you know culture? Absolutely. So I think the important thing to remember is you can't do a one size fits all with with when you're in this kind of environment yeah. because we have, as you mentioned, we have people that are are not ever sitting behind a desk and a computer. So to just communicate or to roll things out via email doesn't work for that population. Right. Um, and then we've got faculty in classrooms. Um, we've got, uh, as you mentioned, public safety or police that are out on the, um, on, in their cars, on foot, on bikes, on campus. Right. And so yeah. how do we engage them? Um, and I think the important thing to remember or that we try to remember is, is making sure you've got good representation when you're coming up with projects or programs or policy changes. And so when I started here, I started a, a group that we call the HR Advisory Council. Okay. And it's, um, it's made up of about 20 to 25 people, uh, both campuses, academic and administrative, all different levels. And we meet with that group every single month to say, you know, what do we need to know? What, are, what do we need to hear? Yeah. But as we're trying to come up with programs or, or roll out a new training or a communication or something like that is help us poke holes in it. You know, have we thought of every, everything? Have we figured out how to reach everyone? Yeah. Um, and, and then not only have, have we gotten their input, but then because they were a part of that, they help us as ambassadors when we're rolling these things out with their, their constituents too. Yeah, and so monthly, you're meeting monthly. monthly yeah, with we this cancel group. it if we don't have anything, but it doesn't yeah. happen very often. Um, and, and we've gotten really positive feedback. People that have been on it have been really happy um, and, and felt like a part of what we were doing. So when we did that first customer survey and we're coming up with how do we communicate the results. And then when we wrote the first strategic plan, they were a part of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's a sense of ownership. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, when it's rolled out. So um, love that. Um, some of the things that we hear from other leaders and I wanted to get your take on this um, is just some some of the macro trends like right now, there, you know, there's economic uncertainty and so forth, um, but also employee burnout, yeah. um, you know, if, you know, months back, it was the, the great resignation, you know, people leaving, you know, so people experiencing, you know, employee turnover. What, what have you experienced with KSU over the last, you know, year or so? Are there things that you've done to 
you know, to, to focus on this. I, I think you mentioned a, a kind of a, a comp project, mm -hmm. right? But talk to us a little bit about what you've experienced and then how you've maybe addressed or been proactive on this. Sure. We, um, we just like everybody else, got hit with the great resignation. We, had a, we did have significant turnover coming out of the okay. pandemic. Um, and I think, unlike a lot of organizations that may be um, able to work remotely, this is not the kind of organization that people can work 100% remote. Yep. It just isn't. And so there are roles within the organization that certainly can. But when you're a student-facing department and the, the students came back pretty quickly, yeah. we couldn't allow 100% remote work. And so that we, we did lose people um, that were able to move to other organizations outside of higher ed okay. that could do something like that. So we did have um, some turnover that I think... Um, was understandable based on that. But we also are trying to do um, a lot with how can we make what we have to work with better. Um, and so I did mention the comp project to you earlier. This was a project that um, really had multiple aspects to it. Uh, it. It primary aspect was to get our salaries um, more market competitive, um, both from a hiring perspective and also from our, uh, our current incumbent staff. But yep. the other really great part of it is um, we created a whole new career framework, which is a career ladder program. And it's very open and visible to employees now that they can see what their pathway could be. Okay. Um, so it's got all kind of interactive tools and all of that that will take an, an employee can go in and say, here's where I am right now. I want to move here. And they can go in and see what are the roles that are there, what are the requirements, how do, what do I need to do to be prepared to do that, and then be able to have a true discussion with their manager about career growth and where they want to go. Got it. Um, so really trying to show them that they don't have to leave KSU to grow, uh, that they actually can have a long-term career here, whether it be moving up into more of a leadership role or potentially even moving over and broadening their skill set into some area that they may not have done before. Yep. Um, and so that's, the, to me, the, one of the more valuable pieces to this. Before, people felt like they had to leave in order to move up or to grow. Um, and this is going to give us an opportunity to really show them how internal mobility within the university itself can give them career opportunities that they may not have even realized were out there. I love that. Um, you know, what, what we hear often is, so obviously people want to be paid, right? Yes. Um, so comp is very important, so 100%. Um, but, you know, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm all about the mission, you know, student success, and I believe and I want to be part of this culture, and I'm being shown that there's a growth path for me, Right. Like that's important. That's meaningful. Important. Right. And oh, by the way, yeah, there's things happening on the comp side. That, you know, so I mean, it makes sense. Yes. Um, and so that's so that's so cool that, that you from a leadership perspective have prioritized that and now have put that in place. And so so what have what's the results been so far? I know this is recent. right? Yeah, so very recent. Okay. In fact, the employees are just receiving letters this week and okay. next that basically say, here's here's how this impacts you. Okay. So it's giving them the information on where they fit in that career framework. And then if they are receiving a compensation adjustment as a result of the market study, it's telling them Got that it. too. Okay. So we're, we're, the next couple of weeks we'll be telling, but yeah. we're really excited well, about what it's going to bring. Congratulations on, on having that, putting that in place. Um, and thank you so much again, Karen, for just sharing you know, your insights, like your experience, right, um, you know, with the great retention today. So as we wrap up, um, one of the things that we always like to do is 
you know, hey, is there a practical kind of action, you know, a key lesson learned or a, you know, insight that you can share with other leaders as they're, you know, looking to really just invest or elevate their employee experience? Um, something that comes to mind that, you know, saying, hey, this is something that they can take and apply uh, to their team. So I would say the one thing that I really think has done me the most good is that comment I made about always asking for feedback. I think um, making sure you're willing to be vulnerable and ask. I do it both with my staff and my customers. So both from the employee perspective and in my own employees that work for me's engagement, what do they need from me? What can I do differently? Mm -hmm. How can I do better? Um, as well as our customers, what can the department as a whole do better? Um, I think it's it's important to make sure that you're constantly doing that and not ever kind of settling on on how it is today, but always wanting to improve so it's better for tomorrow. Yeah, I love it. Constant feedback and then making sure that we take action on it. Absolutely. So, um, Karen, thank you again so much for joining us on the show today. Um, so much respect for you as a leader and um, amazing growth here at KSU and just excited to see you know where, where you continue to grow and lead this organization so thank you again for thank you this. I really enjoyed it. it was nice to have you absolutely that wraps up another edition of the great retention thank you for joining us and being a leader who genuinely cares about recognizing and empowering the everyday hero and the team members around you we are proud to support your leadership journey and grateful for your support of this podcast if you haven't already, please rate the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. This helps us get this content in front of more aspiring people-first business leaders. If you'd like more perspectives on how to create exceptional cultures around award-winning talent, go to coolleaf.com and sign up for our newsletter to get them straight into your inbox two times per month. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help from our production team at Chat with Leaders Media. Learn how you can launch your own podcast to grow your business at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again for listening. Now go be people first leaders by celebrating and connecting your people today. HR professionals, thanks for listening. As promised, this episode of the Great Retention Podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. To claim your SHRM credit, please visit thegreatretention.com slash SHRM. To claim your HRCI credit, please visit thegreatretention.com slash HRCI. Complete the three-question form to receive your certification code. That's thegreatretention.com slash SHRM and thegreatretention.com slash HRCI.